0: BLOCK TALK RADIO Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Very nicely done. And welcome to the Encouragement Group, the group that we do each and every Friday because we know that weekends are tough. Somehow when the weekend comes, we start to get just a little bit ahead of ourselves. We start to get a little bit too well and we start thinking to ourselves... Maybe I've done enough work here. Maybe it's time for me to go. And you guys, so many of you have taken those kinds of shortcuts in the past. When we brought you here to St. Christopher's, when you chose to come to St. Christopher's, our hope is that you didn't come here to do some of the work. Our hope is that you didn't come here to do most of the work. Our hope and our goal is that you came here to do all of the work, to leave no stone unturned, to stop taking these shortcuts because you've gone through treatment, many of you in the past saying, oh, I'm going to do all of the work except for this. I can't talk about that. People might judge me. People may not accept me. People may not like me if I just do this work. Guys, have you noticed it's the work that you didn't do that oftentimes brought you back to your knees again. You are in a very special place here. I believe that to be true. We are tougher, right? We're tougher than most other places. But I doubt you've been to a place where you've gotten more love, care, and concern. Isn't it interesting that you know people are able to say, you know, in other places I was a number. Here I'm a person. You know, some of you guys wonder, like, when you go up and visit and put in a sick call in the medical department, how they know your name and you hadn't been up there for six weeks. Gentlemen, you have no bigger fans and no bigger cheerleaders than the friars and the staff here. And if we are yelling and we are screaming and we are fighting, we're not doing this because we want to keep you under our foot. We are doing this to challenge you We do this because we believe that if we keep the bar high, you have the capacity to reach it. And if we set the bar low, you never have any incentive to go any higher. So yes, gentlemen, we believe in you, we love you, and we care about you. We will not be bullied by you. We will stand up and challenge you every step of the way. We will deal with your character defects. We will deal with your defenses. We will deal with your disease. As Laura Zick likes to say, we are disease slayers here. We will not back down and we will walk with you every mile as long as you demonstrate that you want to walk that mile with us. And when I thought about what I wanted to talk with you today, I, I, I came up with something new. I'm always waiting for something to pop in my head, and something did. Uh, not a topic I've ever, I've ever tackled before, but what came to me is a children's song. You guys have all heard this, right? Kermit the Frog. It's not easy being green. And you think to yourself, well, what does that have to do with addiction? And what does that have to do with recovery? And I thought about it and I downloaded the lyrics to the song. You know, and Kermit the Frog talks about all the difficulties it is being green. All the difficulties uh, of being a frog and how he's not flashy and shiny like so many other things. But as the song continues, he comes to realize that you know what? Green is the color of spring. And green can be big like an ocean or important like a mountain or tall like a tree. And when it comes right down to it, he says, it's beautiful and I think that's all I want to be. And you think, well, what does that have to do with addiction. And what does that have to do with recovery? Well, we can certainly insert the word addict, couldn't we? It's not easy being an addict. It's not easy having to go through all the pain and the suffering and the consequences. It's not easy with the lying and the cheating and the stealing and the manipulation. It's not easy having relationships where you held people hostage. It's not easy waking up every day trying to figure out where you're going to get high that day. It's not easy trying to figure out how you're going to pay bills when you spent it all and smoked it all and shot it all last night. No, it's not easy being an addict. It's not easy being an alcoholic. And yet, and yet, are there benefits? <clears throat> are there benefits of being an addict? And and most of you, your first response is No. But you see, the benefit of your addiction... Let's face it, you learned a lot of great skills as an alcoholic and addict, didn't you? You are some of the most creative people on the face of the planet, right? I like to say that if I stuck some of you guys out in the desert with no water, no money, no food, and said, Go get high, I'd put my money on you. You'd figure it out. You have creativity. You have endurance. You have stamina. You have will. You have drive. You have determination. These are all skills that you learned through addiction. Guess what? Those skills don't need to leave you at the door of recovery. We need to put those skills to a different use. They're all within you. Michael likes to talk about the story of the Wizard of Oz and how when they go out, you know, the lion and the tin man and the scarecrow and Dorothy, how the wizard sends them out to find all this stuff, and what they find out in the end is what? That they had all of this stuff already in them. You gentlemen have all this stuff already in you, but wait, there's more. (laughs) I sound like an infomercial. Infomercial. (laughs) (laughs) I once went to an anniversary meeting with a colleague of mine, and after the anniversary meeting, she came out and she said to me this, I wish I was an alcoholic. And I looked at her and I said, What do you mean? And after having experienced that anniversary meeting, she said, The kind of love, care, and concern that exists in that fellowship you don't find in regular life. We ignore those things. We lose our gratitude we don't stop and smell the roses in recovery when we find gratitude. A real, meaningful, lasting sobriety in recovery. We find that we can have gratitude for things that we never had before. No, gentlemen, it may not easy be being green. It may not be easy being an alcoholic or an addict. And yet, just like Kermit, when you come to accept my problem we also can notice the gifts, the skills, and the opportunities that we have that other people don't. While it may not be easy, when we come to accept who we are and understand where we want to go, there may not be anything more beautiful and precious and valuable in life. Can I have a hallelujah? Hallelujah! Michael, hey fellas.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, I, I sometimes I say that recovery is uh, uh, takes place on two levels. It's like a two part process. It's the changing of my mind about some things, and it's the healing of my heart, my soul. It's the healing process internally, and it's a, it's a change of mind, change of mind, and a change of heart. Okay, so. A lot of guys have trouble with the past, dealing with the past, huh? So I want to say a little one-liner that that somebody gave me a couple of days ago. And and we we say this thing, it is what it is, you know? But I want to add something to that. I want to say, it is what it is because it was what it was. A lot of our choices, a lot of the direction that we took in life in the past caused us a lot of problems. Some things... Uh, were were put upon us circumstances that were beyond our control so however we were affected by the past it is what it is because it was what it was but I want to say to you I don't want you to take this the wrong way and I don't want this to sound harsh but the past is an explanation not an excuse the past explains how you got this way but it doesn't give you an excuse to stay that way huh? It would be very rude if somebody told you all their problems and somebody told you about all their pain and suffering and this terrible life that they had. It would be very rude for you to say to them, I'll ah, get over it. But you know what? The bottom line is we need to get over it. huh? And the way that we get over it is by the work that you're being invited to do here. Talk about it. Dump it. Share it. Allow yourself to be loved until it starts to heal. Okay? The past is an explanation for how you got here. It's not an excuse for you to stay here. huh? It's time to turn on the past like you would turn on a dragon that was chasing you. Turn on it. Don't keep running away. You're going to get tired eventually. It's going to catch you. huh? Turn on it. Say, you and me, dragon, right now, let's throw down. Let's settle this right now. See what I mean? Turn on it. Turn on the past. Huh? And the only other thing about the past is that we we beat ourselves up over it too, huh? If you want to give the past an occupation or a profession, do not allow the past to be a judge. Allow it to be a teacher. Because if you learn from all the pain, kind of similar to what David was just saying, if you learn from all the pain and if you allow life and suffering and the past and pain to be a teacher, it becomes a blessing. Huh? because now you go forward with new wisdom and and you get better at life because of what you've learned from your suffering and from your past, okay? Yes, right. So, stop telling God how big the storm is and start telling the storm how big
0: your God is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have
2: a good weekend. Thank you,
1: Michael.
0: Ooh. We're on fire today, Michael, I tell you, you know.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: what is, what is current? Courage is the ability to face something that is difficult or scary. For most people, they would think that the lifestyle of use is the difficult and scary part. We know that you have become comfortable in the chaos of addiction, and recovery for many of you it seems more scary than the addiction itself. Having to face life on life's terms, having to deal with feelings and issues and problems without medicating it. That's scary to you. To encourage is to put that courage in you. That's what we are here to do. To give you that courage and to remind you, as Michael and I were both talking about your past, that you have already demonstrated courage when it was convenient. You've already demonstrated courage when when you wanted it. Now we just want to help you to understand that you were what I call can-do people when you were drinking and drugging. You always found a way to get it done. And then oftentimes we come into treatment and recovery and we say, hey, we want you to be vulnerable and talk in group. And you go, I can't do that. I don't trust people. Right. (laughs) You trusted drug dealers, you trusted bad dope, you trusted all kinds of things out there, and then you come into a group and you go, ah, I'm a little, you know, it takes me a while to trust. No, you trust. Okay. Our job is to help you to understand that you are not can't-do people, but you are can-do people. And you can be can-do people in recovery. And while it may not be easy, being an alcoholic or an addict... When you do this thing right, when you leave no stone unturned, you come to see the beauty. You come to see in what is possible. You spent so much time thinking that I'm impossible and are able to move to I am possible. So, um, you know, when you're able to do these things, gentlemen we find that miracles happen and at St. Christopher's Inn we see miracles happen here every day. At this time we ask if you have experienced a miracle if something has happened to you in this past week that you never thought was possible but it happened we ask that you take a moment to come up and share what that miracle has been. Okay, Because it might not just feel good to know that you've experienced a miracle but there might be somebody else in this room who may have one foot out the door. And maybe, just maybe, your miracle might help somebody stay. So, if you've experienced a miracle in this past week, we ask that you come forward and share it now. Yes, Gilberto R. Track Four. So
3: four months ago, I, I was in my daughter's bathroom. I had just reunited with her, and I was contemplating
4: suicide. Um, I didn't see a way out then. You know, I, I'm two days away from separating, and and the miracle is standing right in front of you. Um, I I I truly believe that I'm I'm a good man worthy of love and respect today. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My my name is
0: Vincent I'm from Track Twelve. My miracle is that um, I'm able to share in front of the community, share my inner self with people in the community, and give thoughts that I hope somebody can grab to
3: help
1: them in the future. That's my miracle. <laughs> Thank you. laurie P. Track One. Simply, my miracle is a blessing to wake up without the desire to use.
3: <clears throat> Thank you. Joseph B. Track 11. Uh, My miracle happened uh, last night. It was the first time I prayed open in meditation. And uh, after I was done praying, I felt invigorated and full of life again. That's my miracle. Thank you.
1: My miracle, my name is Joey Track 11. Joseph. Joseph Track 11. My miracle is that I finally found peace mind, body, and soul. Each and every day, God blesses me with with the air and the wake-up sober. And to love my brothers. Thank you,
4: Nicholas G. Track eight. Uh, my miracle is I sat down with, with Father Bill, and you know he said I have a lot of guilt, and he told me I want you to go to confession. I want you to get everything out, and when you're done, you have to leave that stuff on this mountain. When I left, um, when I left uh, confession, I had chills, and I felt an overwhelming sense of pride for who I wanna be and for who I'm working so hard to be. I haven't felt like that in many years so that was a big miracle to me. Thank you. Good afternoon Jonathan
3: L track ten. Uh I've experienced a few miracles since coming here. But uh like I you know meditation every day is important for me. Uh it gives me a chance to to find that spirituality that I'm looking for um asking my higher power who i choose to call god you know just for little signs and not always asking for stuff but asking how i can become of service you know and help other people but i see that you know a simple miracle for me is he he speaks through other people for me you know and it helps me live in the moment helps me be grateful so that's huge for me thanks thank you john f track seven uh a couple miracles that happened uh since i've been here is uh one I reconnected uh, I have a conscious contact with God There's a high energy of of spirituality and of presence of, of God on this mountain um, before I came here three months in a row I I overdosed on my uh, on my pain medication found myself on the floor and uh, it was it was a bad situation uh, after the third month I realized I had a really you know, when I touched the left side of my chest where my heart is I felt uh, pain when I touched it physically <laughs> I went to the hospital I had a EKG they had me there for seven hours and they did all the tests and said that they did, that they didn't find anything I had a therapist over the past ten years he said that he had a story about a woman who got bad news about her heart every day she placed her hand over her heart and said God bless my heart with the power of the Holy Spirit and I've been doing that every day since I've been here. And uh, I'm here to tell you right now that the pain is completely gone. You know, I can go like this. It's not there anymore. And it was evidently there for the past four or five
0: months. That's a miracle. Thank you. Thank you. Do You guys you guys, see how many miracles we just listened to?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think? These guys somehow came in in a better place than any of you? They came in just like you. But, but, you know, Michael likes to talk about the concept of a wide receiver. You know, and a wide receiver in football, they run a route. They run where the ball is supposed to be. They don't stand in a spot and wait for it to come to them. If you want to experience a miracle, you've got to do the work to get there. And these aren't, you know, I like to call them ordinary miracles because every single one of you has the ability to experience one of these kinds of miracles. This is not a hit or miss thing. This is not a lottery thing. This is the more harder I work, the luckier I get. <laughs> the harder I work, the more likely it is that I'm going to experience a miracle. Gentlemen, people need encouragement like plants need water. The ones who need it the most are the ones who get it the least. There are people who have been placed in your path who have been sources of encouragement for you. At this time we ask that if there's been someone who's been a source of encouragement for you who's helped you get through something difficult, that you take a moment and recognize them now. Um, Also keeping two things in mind. One, uh, we ask you to please try to focus on one or two people because, you know, when we thank the whole community, it loses some of its power. But also understand this. You know, praise and encouragement are two different things. Praise has a tendency to stop a thank you. Uh encouragement goes the extra mile and it lets someone know just how their efforts have been helpful to us yes
3: uh mark a track nine just want to encourage gilberto um since i've been here he's always been there for me always been there for me i appreciate you not telling me what i wanted to hear but what i needed to hear I'm happy that you're going on. I'm happy that I'm going to the same place as you next week, and I think that's a blessing. I just want to thank you. And I love you, bro. How's he yeah, helped bro. you? Uh, he helped me. You helped me uh, stay here. You got a not lot of not a wisdom. You know, you just helped me stay grounded. And I, I,
0: I thank you for that.
1: So. Um, I got 2 I'm gonna um, encourage my track leader, AJ. AJ? You a good. D- alberto i'm sorry um you're a good dude a good man and um you need to just keep your head up stop looking down you good
0: how's he helped you
1: any questions i ask you you there for me and just just your stories man make sure i i didn't hit the door and then percent. you um you gotta trust the process and you're gonna be good And um, the way he encouraged me, just with the the way you encouraged me is with your youth. You know what I'm saying? And now you got this smile. It's another thing that keep me here. Thank you. John H, track 12. Um, I also want to
3: encourage Alberto. Um, I talk to a lot of people around here and, you know, just one-on-one stuff. And everybody here, to a certain extent, has a lot of suffering that they're going through a lot of people are down and um we all go through that and you not only do you conduct the choir but you you take the time to help people you take the time to help the church to help the community even though you're dealing with a lot of stuff and for me that's that's inspiring for me because it helps to remind me that the world doesn't revolve around me you got a lot of stuff going on in your life and you just you know you're there for all of us and i really appreciate you for that thank you
1: thank you Joe, Joseph, track 11. I wanted to um, appreciate my, my uh, track leader, Richard, uh, for helping me out through a lot of stuff. He doesn't even realize it. Sometimes when I'm walking through the halls or when I'm in group, you give me this look like you can be better than that. And it makes me move forward more and more every day. And John H, he helps me through. John H, he helps me you. through a lot of stuff that. I'm going through with my brothers and my parents and explaining a lot of stuff. Don't be down on yourself, because you lift me up every day. You can lift yourself up. Thank you.
4: Edward H, track 10. I wish to encourage two people. Uh, one, uh, my track
1: brother, Jason. Jason, you don't have to stand up. You serve to be as a... Uh... As an example, you know somebody who fights through things and gets through them. And that, what that does for me is it it lets me know that I I I can face what I have to go through with courage. And the other definition of courage is Mark M. You know I don't talk to Mark. There you go. I don't talk to that many people here, and uh, he's one of the two or three that I really can be honest with. And uh, he, you know, courage is not the absence of fear. It's facing things, you know. In spite of it, and you do that, and uh, I thank
4: you very much. Shannon, Wild Track 7. i like to encourage um, Sean B. It's B, right? Yeah, um, I haven't been able to make this meeting. I'm in the kitchen, but I remember one time it was somebody on the phone, and they was talking about leaving, and you overheard them, and you didn't stop until you got somebody to come with you to try to, t- to talk to him, to talk him out of leaving. You know, it was really like, showing me that people do go the extra step after a length to help with somebody that they don't know, like a brother. You know, and I I, I like to I'll shake your hand. I really appreciated that. It meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean B., Track 9.
1: I want to encourage my track buddy, Donald M. Uh, every single day, you help me out in a different way. One day it could be just sitting there talking to you and making me laugh and getting me out of myself and out of my head and another day I could be doing something stupid and something I shouldn't be doing, and you will pull me up on it. And every day you do something that, that helps me out, and, and I love you for it. Thank you.
0: Donald, you do that.
1: Wow. <laughs> that's the guy. That's, that's, that's awesome. the guy right there. <laughs> that,
0: that must be an example of giving back and learning from experience, isn't it, Donald?
4: Absolutely. Uh, John B., track two. Um, wanted to encourage Rich as well. It was a coincidence that Joe encouraged you. Um, You know, I was thinking about whether or not I wanted to come up here. It's really out of my character, and I'm leaving next week. So Um, I was really kind of in a rut last week. And, uh, you know, I can be pretty difficult and confrontational. And for a good two or three days, Rich asked me how I was doing, and I kept saying, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, you know, then eventually my dorm kind of confronted me and asked me what was going on. And being that, you know, I uh, don't like to, you know, get too deep into what's going on with me, I didn't really tell them what was going on, but, you know, uh, somebody stood up last week and mentioned how we had had a conversation about a mutual friend who had passed away. And it brought up a lot of feelings about, you know, um, my sister passed away back in August, and over the last couple years I've had, you know, quite a few friends that have passed. So, you know, even though I didn't mention it then, I am mentioning it now, so thank you.
3: John from uh, Track 11. Um, there's a lot of you guys that I want to stand up today. Um, you guys know who, who you are. I mean, there's probably more than I even know, but uh, my, my hearing aid um, charger got lost yesterday, and a lot of people showed concern and, and, and tried to help locate where it was. And uh, so all you guys that, that helped me out yesterday, please stand so I know who you are.
0: What did, what did that tell you about this place?
3: I got a lot more friends than I thought. And um you know, I uh I appreciate all your guys help and uh it really means a lot to me. Thanks. Thank
0: you. Seven seven guys just stood up. You know guys, I hope what you understand. I, what? Jason can't walk, I okay, yeah, yeah. You get a oh, 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 I see. Yeah, come on. All right. That's
3: okay. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> couple of guys i just wanted to mention um have been really helping me out lorenzo if you're in here thank you very much zach santino edward i mean there's uh thomas right, how have they helped you i i hurt my back and i i really couldn't do much and i mean zach has been you know when i when i've been there and i couldn't get up the stairs he helped me out santino is always asking me how i'm doing thomas grabbed my plate this morning and helped me out uh Lorenzo actually made my bed last night because I couldn't do it. Edward just keeps me in good spirits. I mean, there's a lot of you. It's like, I don't even know half your names. You know, and you just ask me how I'm doing, and I, I just want to uh, show my appreciation. Thank you very much.
0: You see, guys, you come to be so cynical cynical about yourself, cynical about others, cynical about treatment, cynical about recovery. Some of you guys were the guys that said, you know, years ago, recovery is for quitters, right? But look at the showing of brotherhood that exists. It's real. You catch that. You catch that and you're well on your way to a lasting and meaningful recovery. I'm going to shut this thing down now. Uh, We're going to end uh, in a minute or so. Um, Let you know if you'd like more information about St. Christopher's Inn, please find us on the web, www.stchristophersinn.org. Until next time, we wish you peace, serenity, and... Sobriety!